Yeah, I'm ready. Let's just fucking go. Sadie, baby, baby. Tell him everything you into. into. Life, love, and relationships. Anything but confidential. Yeah, yeah. Ain't no filter. filter. Life has been so crazy. She just want to connect. I hope you join the conversation. This is way more than a podcast. This is an experience. I know you'll be feeling this. I thank you for listening. Sadie, baby. Tell him everything you into. Life, love, and relationships. Anything but confidential. Let's go. Hey guys, you're listening to the very first episode of Anything But Confidential. <sighs> it's been a wild ride getting to this point. I originally started recording for the podcast eight months ago, but I was recording on wired Apple headphones and the audio is complete trash. I don't know what I was thinking, but I finally upgraded to a brand new microphone and the audio is already so much better. But I still want to maybe insert some of the clips that I've taken in the last couple years just because it's like raw emotion and it's like real time when it was actually happening. And I want you guys to act to catch up and get to this point with me as well. Uh, I don't know if I'm going to insert them. I guess we'll see. But I've been wanting to do a podcast since 2017. I originally started one with a really good friend of mine at the time, but honestly, it just didn't work out. We just had too many creative differences, and I think we record a few episodes, but nothing ever got released, thank God, and now I have my own show, and I have complete creative control, so I can tell you guys my stories and experiences exactly how I want to tell them. I'm so excited. A little bit nerve-wracking, not gonna lie, but we're here. I'm gonna get through it. I'm talking to myself in affirmation form with intakes because I'm gonna be fine. (laughs) We're gonna be fine. We're gonna be best friends at the end of this. Originally, when I started telling my friends and family about my idea about the whole podcast and the concept of it, they all reacted the pretty much same way and they're like, why the fuck would you want to do that? How are you just going to throw your business out there for the world to listen to it? And my reaction to that was, why the fuck not? I've gone through this trauma, I've gone through the emotions and I am ready to talk about it. It gets easier to talk about. My therapist would probably say otherwise, but it's my cheese and it's my tea and I'm ready to spill it. <laughs> I'm really just dropping the wall of confidentiality that we all naturally have and society has also placed that wall up for us a lot of the times where a lot of things are maybe taboo to talk about or it's just stuff that is embarrassing. Why would you say that? I honestly, why wouldn't you say that? Why don't you want to talk about it? That's how we don't go through things alone. When you hear other people's stories and they match up to mine, I feel so much better. Honestly, it makes me feel not alone. It makes me feel normal, whatever normal is to you. And that's what I hope I can bring to somebody. If you can relate to my stories, heck, if you even want to laugh at my stories, I do all the time because it's like, why the fuck did that girl do that? She's an idiot. That's what I tell myself all the time. So if you find entertainment in this, thank God, that's a win for me. I... I'm not scared to talk about my past relationships or my past experiences. If anything, it's part of my healing journey and it helps me process even more when I tell people things that I've gone through. Because when you see someone else's reaction to things that you've gone through and you think they're the worst, to them, maybe it's not the worst thing. And then they tell you something, you're just like, holy shit, why was I crying about this? It just doesn't make sense. So we'll see what the outcome of this is. And we're going to get to know each other. 
we're going to be friends. We're going to be best friends by the end of this episode. I really think once you guys, (laughs) once you guys hear the stupid shit that I've done and I admit to it and that's, (laughs) that's really what inspired this podcast to even come about because the things that I've done and the things that I'm able to look back and reflect and be like, what the fuck was I thinking? Now I want you guys to all hear And maybe somebody other than my therapist, because honestly, we do not agree on a lot of things, (laughs) can tell me that I'm not a dumb bitch. But, you know, maybe that will still be a fact. I have thought long and hard of what I really wanted to put out there and what was too much. And now thinking about it, I don't think there is a line. I think that would defeat the purpose of the show and the name of the show and who I am as a person. (laughs) By the way, guys, my name is Sadie Baby. I am 26 years old, about to be 27 in five months, and I thought my life would be a lot different at this point. When I was younger, I'd say around like 12 or 13, I think I started to have this timeline in my head of by the time I turned 24, I was going to find a guy that I wanted to marry, marry him by 25, maybe have kids by 26. Girl, I'm 26 and I'm sorry to pass me, but we are not living our best life right now. I can't even imagine trying to share my life with someone at this point. I, I really don't even know what my husband's gonna look like back when I was younger I had this whole picture of what my husband was gonna look like what the kids names were gonna be and I thought that a 26 year old was a real doll and now that I'm 26 and I'm at that stage because a lot of my family especially on my mom's side like a lot of them are married with kids and I guess I would be next in line to start doing that and I can't, I just learned how to do my taxes by myself like a like year and a half ago. So trying to be someone's wife, trying to be someone's mother, I don't know, girl, I, it's not looking too good. I think a lot of that timeline stuff we start imagining for ourselves because of the shows that we're watching, we're getting influenced by movies. And I think the only show that's really shown real-time, realistic things is friends because I think when the show started they were in their 20s fucking up and trying to figure out their life and then by the end of it I think the last person to get married and have kids were Chandler and Monica and they're in like their 30s 35 maybe range I'm not too sure but that's realistic that now sounds more realistic for me for my timeline and how things are hopefully going to go about but like I said I still don't know. It's a lot of toss-ups and I just take things day by day and I try to process everything as much as I could. And I also mentioned before that I was on this healing journey. It's been a lot of reflection, therapy, and honestly, taking accountability, like I said earlier, of how I fucked up. You guys, I think I'm just going to start with my first story. And this is going to come to a shock to a lot of people because especially people that I work with and just like people I'm maybe not the closest to, (laughs) 
they've thought for a long time that I've been in a relationship for maybe over a year with the same guy. You guys, I'm single. I've been single for a very long time. (laughs) I just didn't have the will or, I don't know, maybe the ego (laughs) to tell people that I was going through a breakup. (laughs) So what I did was... I just kind of continued it. Like, when people would ask for him, I would just say, oh, he's good, (laughs) or yeah, we're good. But what, really, (laughs) I'm a little like, "Ah, I don't even know how to start this story, because it's kind of embarrassing that I didn't tell people that we broke up. But I started dating this guy. Let's, you know what? Let's back it up even more. Okay, so I got this app called tinder (laughs) and i ended up matching with this guy he he was cool and we became friends rather quickly we never hung out i want to mention that we we never hung out but we started facetiming and really getting to know each other and it became a daily thing however when i looked at his profile i thought he was really cute and stuff and I was like, okay, this this can maybe potentially lead into something. So I ended up FaceTiming him, and he didn't look exactly like his pictures. I don't want to say I was catfish because I wasn't. This was clearly the guy. But I think the pictures were maybe a few years back than what the hell I was looking at in the FaceTime. I mean, he was so cute. It was just, I don't know what it was. It just didn't match up for me, you guys. But he was really cool to talk to. And I think to pass the time, I just started talking to him on the daily and we became really good friends. He lived with this guy who I never really talked to, but I would see him in passing through FaceTime calls and stuff. So fast forward to November and it's Thanksgiving of 2020. I was talking to him, saying happy Thanksgiving over FaceTime and then he said I had to go, he had to go do something downstairs. So his roommate was like, oh, is it Sadie? Let me talk to her. I want to say happy Thanksgiving to her. He said, all right, cool. Like, just talk to her. I'm just gonna go downstairs. He ends up taking like two hours. I don't know what the hell he was doing. Till this day, I still don't know what he was doing. But I ended up getting to know his roommate. And I thought his roommate was so cute. <laughs> At the end of the phone call, he ended up asking for my Snapchat. And we started talking on Snapchat for a little bit. And then he asked for my number. And then the original guy that I started talking to ended up going back to, I think, Louisiana or wherever they were from originally. So I continued talking to his roommate and he has no idea at this point. I, he ends up finding out a couple weeks into no, or after Thanksgiving. Remember I said that I never hung out with the first guy. So me and his roommate are talking. And he ends up asking me on a date. And I say yes. I send him my Addy. And we start dating officially December 11th. (laughs) We dated all the way up until June 19th of 2021. And I regret that relationship. I regret it because I think it was really forced after a while when I really started getting to know him. He didn't really have much of an ambition for anything. I paid for a lot of the relationship 
like anytime I wanted to go on dates or I wanted to just try to create new memories for us, he didn't have that good of a, a childhood and I wanted to fill a lot of the things that I thought was lacking from his childhood. For example, the very last time that we hung out, I got us Universal tickets because he hadn't really been to any amusement parks. So we went to Universal and it was the worst experience I've ever had with someone. And it wasn't because of Universal. Universal was cool. I mean, I would have rather gone to Disneyland, but like I said, I was paying for everything and I wasn't about to pay like $300 for a ticket. That's insane. So he just, I don't know what it was. I think we started like falling out of love for each other. We didn't, but nobody said anything really. It was kind of an unspoken thing, but I wanted to try. I wanted to, I didn't want to give up on it. I don't know what it was. I don't know if it was because I didn't want to be alone or I just didn't want to give up on the relationship because it was like my first real relationship that he had met my family. I met his family. We were staying over each other's apartments and it was like a grown relationship and I think I just didn't want to let that go. I didn't want to feel like I failed myself again just because my relationship failed. So we went to Universal and he was just like grumpy the whole time. He was like, I even bought the express lane tickets. That was like another $200 or something. So it like ended up being like a Disneyland ticket because I didn't want him to be impatient while waiting in the lines and stuff. And it was like five o'clock and he already wanted to leave. Granted, there's not that much to do at Universal, but, like, I paid so much for the tickets. Like, how are you not going to want to stay there? And I'm the type of person, when I go to amusement parks, I want to stay there from open to close and get my money's worth. I want to experience all the shows. I want to go to all of the rides, even if they're little kitty rides. I mean, it's still fun. That's the point of it. He freaking ruined the Universal trip, guys. I, I had posted some... I, no, I was gonna post online, like, all my stories and stuff, but every, like, Instagram thing I try to take, he just looked fucking miserable. <laughs> when I got home that night, and I started looking back on all of the stuff I had recorded, he looked like he fucking hated me. And he didn't say anything to me, he just had an attitude the whole time, and I just didn't understand. So, after that... I actually ended up getting pretty sick and he wasn't there for me really and that to me that was the last straw because I was really sick so I ended up ghosting him (laughs) I know I'm not giving you guys that much context to the relationship but that's because I really don't even acknowledge it as a (laughs) relationship as shitty as that sounds I don't even want to consider him my ex I think it was just like a test run for a real relationship and I'm just like, okay, this is just a lesson and let's just keep it moving. So I did. I ended up getting into a relationship shortly after him. I didn't take a break and we'll get back to that. So I ended up talking and opening my DMs up a little bit, right? I opened up my DMs back to this guy who I had a crush on since I was 20 one years old. I met him on my 21st birthday party and I was um, bar hopping around like the Pasadena area and stuff with a group of my friends and my old co-worker ends up bringing this guy to my bar hopping birthday party thing. 
and I thought he was so cute. I loved his vibe and everything was cool. I ended up going back to his apartment after once the so in California when it's two o'clock the bars stop serving alcohol and a lot of them close. I didn't want to stop drinking. I didn't want to stop the celebration of my 21st birthday. So a lot of my friends went home but me and my coworker at the time and then the friend that he brought they were like hey like let's go back to our apartment and just chill out. And I was like, fuck it, why not? So we went to 7-Eleven, got some stuff, and then went back to his apartment. At the time, I was in a long-distance relationship that I didn't want to cheat on because, I, I don't know, I was like super happy with the guy. He just couldn't come out for my 21st and yada yada. So I tell this guy, I was like, because things started happening. We're in Netflix and chilling, I'm not going to lie. And then before anything can really happen, I tell him, hey, like, I'm in a long-distance relationship and I can't, I can't cheat. And he was like, you know what, all right, I respect it, whatever. And then his friend ends up taking me back home. So flash forward to June 2021. And... I'm responding to his DMs and he was like, hey, like, I never got to take you out. Like, let's go out on a date. I was like, you know what? Fuck it. Why not? I go on a date with him. We ended up dating for a couple months and I ended up having to get, because I told you guys I was super sick. So in August, I ended up having to get a tonsillectomy and it was the worst recovery I've ever experienced this far and the pain was so bad that I couldn't talk for like two weeks. I couldn't drink anything. I lost like 20 pounds during the recovery and I ended up seeing this guy throughout my recovery maybe like twice. When I was in the recovery, we were FaceTiming here and there. I would write on a whiteboard (laughs) to talk to anyone and he, one night he started getting super slow with his responses and I thought it was weird, but I ended up getting a text from his phone, but it wasn't him. It was a girl and she sends me a picture of her and him with like a few of his friends in the living room of his apartment and she's like, hey, like I'm blank and who are you? And I was like, what? And she said that she started scrolling up to our messages and she's like, are you guys together? And I said, yes. Like, who are you? And she gives me her number and says, text me from my phone or text me to my phone. And I was like, okay. So I text her and I'm shaking at this point because I was like, holy shit, what the hell's happening? Who is this girl? She starts sending me all of these receipts. She's sending me videos of them at a hotel She sent me videos of her in his bed at his apartment. I was confused as fuck. I mean, I'm not going to lie and try to say, oh, I was completely blindsided because there was a few little red flags here and there of when I thought he was maybe talking to other girls, but I just looked past it because I was like, no, I don't want to like be toxic. I don't want to be accusing him of things and like fuck this up because mind you this is something that I've wanted since I was 21 years old so I was like all right let's just let's see what this girl has to say but when she started sending me all of those receipts she started sending me a screenshot of text messages 
and how long they've been talking. Turns out, (laughs) they had been together since a week after we started dating. We went to a bar, and when I was in the bathroom, he went up to this girl, told her that I was his homegirl from a few years back, and it wasn't anything. So when he would come visit me, she lived 10 minutes from me, closest to the bar that we went to. So he would go visit her either before me or after me. And it didn't stop there. After I talked to her, she was like, hey, like, can you come pull up? I want to basically, like, show him that we know. And I couldn't because I couldn't even talk. It got so bad that I didn't know what to do. I tried to talk to this girl and say, hey, like, give me some time. Um, Let me tell him, like, I know and whatever. She was like, all right, think about what you want to do and then let me know. I said, okay. So then I started getting DMs on Instagram from different girls. And somehow one of them got my number. I still to this day don't know which one. But they would start calling my phone at 2, 3 in the morning asking for him. And asking if I was his girlfriend. And that shit is the most embarrassing thing I've ever experienced in my life. I ended up having to do some settings on my phone so that no number that I don't have saved to my phone goes through. Because I'm telling you guys, they're calling me 30 times a night trying to get a hold of me for what reason, I don't know. So I keep quiet for a little bit until I'm able to really talk to him and sort out what happened because at this point there's so much receipts he can't lie so he ends up coming to visit me and we're just watching tv or whatever and I casually just just blurted out and I said hey who's this girl and I start showing him the videos that she sent me and he didn't have a change in expression or anything he kind of just stayed blank And then tried to deny it. And I kept showing him different things to where he couldn't deny it. And he ended up confessing to it. But only to one girl. And I was just like, like, what the fuck? How could you do this to me? We've known each other for so long. And I forgave him. Like a fucking pendeja, I forgave him. And I told him that I wanted his location. I wanted this, this, and that. And I set a bunch of boundaries. I set a bunch of rules for him. Because I <laughs> I know this is probably going to come off as desperate. And I was stupid. And a lot of things I probably would say to another girl. But I think, not to justify it, but when you're in a relationship with someone and you just... I just really wanted a healthy, happy relationship. And that's not going to come from someone who's not putting in all the effort. And it's not going to come from someone who's cheating on you. But my dumbass didn't think about that at the time. Because at this point, my whole dating life, I was jumping from relationship to relationship and not taking the time to heal from that past relationship. So I had been dating someone nonstop since I started dating at 21. 
So now we're here five years later without any breaks. And I know that's toxic and I know that's crazy. But I think my mind went back to when I was a kid and I just really wanted someone to settle down with. And I wanted to have that marriage and I wanted to have the kids. So it was still implemented in my brain. Hey, this is our timeline. Like, let's not fuck this one up. Let's not fuck this one up. And it just kept coming lesson after lesson after lesson. But I wasn't taking anything from it because I wasn't taking the time to really sit there and figure out what I was doing. So I continue to date this guy with all of these boundaries that I just set in thinking that it was going to make a difference. I think we ended up dating after that for a couple more weeks, maybe three weeks max, and I was so up his ass about where he was, who he was with, to send me proof of things, and he ended up telling me, like, hey, like, the trust is broken. Like, this is not going to work. You're never going to trust me again. It's never going to be the same. This isn't going to work out, and I agreed with him. I mean, I still fought a little bit for what? I don't know, (laughs) but that was that, and after that, after that day, I felt disgusted because more girls started to pop up even after we were broken up. I started getting DMs and people asking me shit and I don't know how because he never posted me anywhere. So I don't know if all of these girls were just going through his phone or how it was going about, but I felt disgusted because he never gave me the amount of girls he was shooting on me with. Like, he never gave me a number. So, I didn't know. So, (laughs) I ended up going and getting a bunch of STI tests, like, panels of them for every STI you can ever get. (laughs) I got all my blood work done for that. I think I got a total of four rounds of tests, like, bi-weekly because I wanted to make sure that I didn't have anything. Thank God, you guys. I pray every day (laughs) um, to thank God that I never got any disease (laughs) because he was going and having sex with all of these girls and then coming to my house and then having sex with me. So, but... (laughs) yeah, I felt disgusting. I felt dirty, whatever. I ended up having to tell my doctor and we're so close now because I I told him about how I got cheated on and he, he was the one that was like, hey, like, I really think even though all your blood work came back clean and like your pap came back clean and all of everything was clean, I still think that you should go see a gynecologist. And I was like, okay, all right. I think, I think he's right. I think I should go, right? So, I started, I started going to see a gynecologist. He's the best doctor I've ever had (laughs) and he's going to be the doctor that hopefully delivers my kids whenever that time comes and he's also been the doctor to finally give me answers on a bunch of shit that's been going on with me. So, right after that whole cheating incident happened, my pH levels were off. Like, I knew they were off because, mind you, like, he was having sex with so many girls. The guy was having sex with so many girls that that's a lot of, (laughs) of 
different people and guys even talking about it now is just like I feel just so disgusting but my hormone levels were already off I knew that because my periods were so irregular um but they were even more thrown off and I was like bleeding for a really long time after my relationship with him and I knew that like a lot of my hormones level my pH balance like everything was thrown off So when I started seeing my gynecologist, um, he started giving me the levels of everything and like how fucked up they were. And I finally got answers of a lot of things that I wish I I didn't have. But it's something that I'm going to save for the next episode. So yeah, guys, if you guys want to know what I got diagnosed with, stay tuned for the next episode. And I will talk to you guys soon. Take care, brush your hair, and I'll talk to you then.